When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Join our members-only club on Spotify and get exclusive podcasts only our members get Monday through Friday at 10 o'clock a.m. Central Standard Time with Chinatown Hollywood. Get over there and subscribe now. Rock on! So what are you talking about, Hollywood? What is going on with you? I've been hearing all kinds of things about this and about that. Are they true? Well, if you don't know what I'm talking about, yes, 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 yes. At the end of this year, 2023, I am trying to get away from biker news per se as far as the club stuff and all that and why is that when i first started it was more of a motorcycle rights type of channel you can look through all the interviews trying to put out the side of the clubs then it went to news where hey maybe we can fight this in the news type of deal you know the narrative that they're always putting to the general public then i was like you know it had to be a couple months ago and i was like you know what i really enjoy doing is not only informing you but i haven't focused on motorcycles and that's what i really love talking about i also love rights i love biker rights stuff sure you're still going to be able to get it on harleyliberty.com and all that stuff about the club stuff if you're into that but a lot of people have been asking me why did you start insane wheels on youtube a second channel and we've been hearing some of the excerpts on your podcast on Spotify and all that that's because that's what I enjoy doing a lot of people don't understand it's a show it's entertainment yes there is a purpose behind it when it comes to news and all that and hopefully we reach some people that might believe the news where they say clubs are gangs and all that crap. But I wanted to focus on something I like doing. And that is Insane Wheels. I like talking about Harleys. I like talking about BMWs. I like talking about Triumphs. Anything with two wheels. Anything with two wheels. That's what I like talking about. I'm going to be doing reviews. Uh, I love Moto America. I love that race series. I'm going to go try to cover some events and stuff like that. Something where 
there's a sense of reward at the end, if you know what I'm talking about. There is a lot of reward talking and trying to fight the news media when it comes to what they're putting in the paper. But at the same time, there's a lot of headaches. And the number one headache that I face when covering this stuff is being in compliance with the fair use uh, law, the copyright law. And when you have to abide by that kind of stuff, you feel like you're handcuffed. Like, I can't even do a thumbnail like I want because if it doesn't represent their article, then they're all over your balls. So that kind of stuff I really don't like is having to deal with their rules on what I can and cannot put in a thumbnail. Then fair use, you always got to ma make sure you're going by the letter of that law. So a lot of stuff comes into play when you're using them type of articles. On Insane Throttle or on Insane Wheels, I'm allowed to give my opinions. If I look at another article, I just got to make sure everything's tied in the way it's supposed to be. So it makes it a lot more fun. And let's admit, after a while of doing biker news, my God, can it get to your head? It really can. It can get you to where it's all negative all the time. And what I want to do on Insane Throttle Biker News' channel at the end of the year, I want to switch it up. I want to go back to biker rights. I want to go back to the long form interviews that I used to do when I started this thing up. And I believe it shows in the content when you're really into something. Again, go over to Insane Wheels on YouTube. It's spelled with a Z, by the way. And you'll just see the discussions that happen over there. It's a whole different type of environment, if you will. It's motorcycle enthusiasts 100%. They don't care what you ride, any of that stuff. And I'm investing in the moto vlog equipment because I want to do reviews on the new bikes coming out. So there has been a lot of talk, and that's why I wanted to come on and say, hey, yeah. End of 2023, I'm going to try to nix that stuff. Because this is what, you can call it a, what, a motorcyclist, journalist, whatever they call it. I want to be able to write my own reviews, which I can now, but with all the time between the show, you got to remember, there's three parts of the Motorcycle Madhouse. You hear them all on Spotify and iTunes in one show. But on YouTube and all that other stuff, it's broken down. You have the Biker News segment, which you're watching right now. Then you have the second segment, which we talk about everything and anything with China Dow. That's the live show. And then with the Insane Wheels, I usually put that on the Monday and Thursday segment of Motorcycle Madhouse. 
So it's a one big show rolled into one. You just don't see it there. Now we do have our members only show. And we talk about all kinds of cool biker stuff that really isn't club related. Like later on today, 1-31-2023, so you know, because there's replays of this one. We'll be talking about the 10 uh, most influential uh, bikers of all time. Like Steve McQueen, Evil Knievel, fun stuff. And that's what I consider fun on Insane Wheels is, hey, okay, the Harley-Davidson 2023 model was, you know, their lineup was a joke, if you ask me. And yeah, I piss on some Wheaties over there because you got your hardcore Harley fanboys over there. They don't want to get out of their circle of, how can I say it, safety net? Because everything they know is Harley, Harley, Harley. So when you start talking about a BMW or you start talking about an African twin, they're like deer in headlights over there and they lash out at you. But everybody deals with that kind of stuff when you're a creator. Everybody deals with that. But I just wanted to come forward and tell you that because I wasn't planning on until later on, but it's already out there. So that's what I'm going to be trying to do at the end of 2023 is move back into the stuff that I like doing. I think it's more entertaining. The shows are entertaining. When I get back, you to go through the playlist of Madhouse and see the stuff that we did. And that's going to be returning. Because this channel at the end of 2023, it's not stopping now, so don't freak out. It's going to be a, lots of interviews, a lot about biker rights. So, right now, go over to Insane Wheels. If you're really into motorcycles, that's where you want to be over and subscribe to that Monday and Thursday at 5 p.m. Central. A new video comes out. Also, we're going live with China Dow right now. If you don't know, man, you can go over to the Madhouse Radio YouTube channel and listen live. We all have a kick over there. We'll talk to you about five uh, minutes after this music break. Hail to the king, baby. You're going to need a bigger boat. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Hey, where are the white women at? Killer tunes that don't suck. WMMRDB Rockford.
always get the dancing from you. Every time I play that song, what is it with that song that uh, you have to uh, dance to? It's got a good beat and you can dance to it. You got a good beat. <laughs> One thing I got to say is you know how to dance. You know how to wiggle your butt. Yeah. Okay. I haven't been able to do that in a while, but yep, I, I can still kind of do it. One of these days, I got to get you with my little brother again. I remember at that one, what was it, Rogs or whatever, that you and him danced it out. That was cool as hell. He kicked my butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, for a girl, you did all right. Yeah, but you know, that uh, your brother used to dance with like glow sticks and stuff. So yeah, uh, no. You didn't like that one too bad. No, it's not fair. He's better. Okay, would you have been able to shake your butt to that video I sent you yesterday I was talking about? No, I watched that video last night, as a matter of fact. And how did it make you feel? Um, Dirty? A little, well. <laughs> uh, for one, I didn't like the song anyways. I'm not a fan of that guy. I ain't either. What is he, English? Uh, I don't know. And usually, you know, the UK gave us great bands do, do like wanna, Iron Maiden. We want to say, I mean, we they don't even know who we're talking about. Okay, tell them who we talking about. Sam Smith. Sam Smith. Yeah. He dresses what, in a tutu, pasties? Well, not even a tutu. He's wearing basically women's lingerie. Women's lingerie. Yeah. And he's got pasties on his nipples. It's a far cry from Iron Maiden. Death yeah. Leopard. Yeah. It was really awkward. And it made you feel awkward. Well, I mean, me personally, you know, some of the stuff in the video was kind of cool, but <laughs> that's just my opinion. Is it something for kids? Oh, hell no. Mm -mm. No. Because me and you argue about this all the time. That video is definitely, definitely, definitely not for kids. No. So you're starting to see everybody else's point that we're not bashing on them or bashing on their movement or bashing on LGBTQRSTUV. But there is things out there that you have to see our viewpoints. Yeah, it was definitely interesting. Interesting is one thing, but now do you start seeing everybody else's points. Yeah, I see everybody else's points, yes. <laughs> Dirty knobs. No, actually, Elton John's tame. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> Compared tame. Compared to Sam Smith. Elton John is amazing. Sam Smith, on the other hand, yeah, a little strange. I suggest that you go and look at the video, and you'll start seeing what I see all the time. Just like that picture we showed yesterday and people ask me why do i spend a couple minutes on this a lot it's because this is what society's becoming mm -hmm. we're hockey fans right yes yeah the new york rangers they decided not to have pride night because of that one incident with the other guy who says no i'm not wearing jersey mm-hmm now, hockey is a man's man sport. Yeah. Do you blame them for not having the Pride Night? Well, if they want to respect everybody that's on the team, that's their call. It is their call. 
But then you had all these activists coming out banging on them. You had a C, uh, ESPN anchor come out. Well, if you don't want to jer- wear the jersey, go back to Russia and go fight in re- Ukraine. How about you guys that are cheerleaders and pom poms for this Ukraine stuff go over there and fight? Stop giving opinions. You go over there. I think it is going to drag the U.S. into something we don't want to be in. I, I believe we're going to have a, a nuke thing if they keep this up. But why don't you go over there and fight then? Because I'm tired of my money going there. But what I'm tired of, and I never watch ESPN. I don't know who the hell watches it. But I don't need your opinions for that. When I go to a sporting event, do you think I want to get politics involved? No, you just want to watch the game. I just want to watch the game. I want to get away from everything. Mm -hmm. That's why I go watch baseball. Or I listen to it on the radio. Or if I want to turn on a hockey game, I don't want to hear about this pride crap. And I always talk about the minority trying to push on the majority. And now you see what I'm talking about in that video. Yeah. Um, in case y'all want to actually watch it. <laughs> it's Sam Smith. And it's a song called I'm Not Here to Make Friends. Sam Smith, I'm Not Here to Make Friends. Make sure you start Googling that and you'll see it. Yeah, he wears... um. Nipple pasties and a corset. And a corset. Mm-hmm. Now, a parent, and, you know how parents and, and highs. <laughs> got on the school boards this last election? Mm-hmm. Well, there's one in California, a school board member that's a parent, <laughs> and sent out what a curriculum for a seven-grade science class was going to be. And in it, it tries to explain away male and female. Tries to explain it away. And I never understood women. It's another mystery with women. Why are you not out there raising hell about somebody saying that not it's not only women that have periods. It's not only men or women that have pregnancies. Why ain't you guys out there screaming and yelling? Because I never knew about it until you said it. You you were pretty bad with your period. Oh, God. Explain to the audience what a period is. Seriously? It hurts like hell, don't it? Well, yeah, if you get bad cramps, it's painful. So why would you let anybody take that away from you women? That you went through it. But now they're saying it's not only women that have periods. Yeah, it is. You had these guys <laughs> that dress like girls run around acting like they were having periods on TikTok. News to me. That's that's weird. Then they have a promo when they're all in their underwear and they have the red spot there. Men. I think we're in a very dangerous time. I, I I truly do, because you had an Air Force general come out and say, if we don't get a handle on China, 
we're to be at war with them in 2025. That's a nuclear power. And if you put a U.S. soldier, see, this is one thing people don't understand. We might have been fighting in Afghanistan and stuff like that. You know, the ones that still live in the Stone Age where I think, hey, let them live in the Stone Age. It ain't my problem. But if our soldiers went up against China, how bad it really would be. Or went up with a different superpower. And I'd say Russia. I don't think they're carrying out their potential. I'm surprised they ain't blitzing and overrunning Ukraine. They haven't been really fighting. So you imagine our soldiers now going up against them. With all this being taught woke crap. No. I I thank the God my kid don't go into the military. I thank God. Because they, I truly believe they wouldn't have a fighting chance against uh, China or North Korea. Because war is brutal. What are you going to do? Say, well, that ain't right. As you're getting your head kicked in. And I just imagine what the old fellers who died on the beaches of Normandy or the bulge or Iwo Jima would be feeling right now if they were alive to see this. They were 18 years old storming the beaches. Now you have 18-year-olds crying and whining. So after you've seen that video, that should tell you everything about what's going on. I truly believe that. You don't have much of an argument today. No. What do you feel if we went against a China? I don't like talking about war. Well, you might not like talking about it, but that's... I, I'm, I don't know much about that kind of stuff. Do you think that... The Chinese are, for one, the biggest population center in the world. A standing army of uh, over a million compared to our 250,000, I think it is. Mm. But they're hardcore killers in their military. And you can't throw the technology argument at uh, into this, something like that. Because half the stuff in our technology is made in China or Taiwan. I just think it's a very dangerous time in our society and the norm for empires, the fall in history has been 250 years. What? I'm just reading the comments. <laughs> Jason says, if a natural born male is all of a sudden bleeding from his crotch, he needs medical attention fast. And you're right, Beezer. You had 16 and 17-year-olds forging documents to fight in wars. Mm, now you're lucky if you get a handful of them to sign up. You're lucky. The military's having such a hard time recruiting now. It's unreal. And I don't think a lot of people understand how dangerous we are right now in these times. Once you get rid of morality... 
you give up the upper hand. You got Russian TV propagandists right now actually putting out propaganda films where a guy's on a plane, the stewardess comes up, he says hi and something. Well, my pronouns are they and them. Russia don't deal with that crap over there. Neither does China. It's actually you're being made fun of. America is not respected anymore. Not with Dingbat. And not with these... You know what they're doing is the Democrats are Marxists. And what usually happens is they try to take away stuff that you like. Come on, you had that dude in New York, the mayor, trying to take away uh, the extra big gulps or what it was. And now they want to ban gas stoves. They believe in big government and they believe that they should be a nanny state. That's exactly what communism is. A few get the power at the top. They rule over everybody else. Let's give you handouts where you can barely survive. Have you noticed in the last couple weeks, a lot of the major food uh, distributors have mysterious uh, circumstances happened to them? What do you mean? One of the largest egg processors in this country, fire broke out. Killed over 100,000 chickens. That explains why it's like $8 for a dozen. $8 a dozen of (laughs) eggs. Yeah. Disrupt the supply chain. And you might say, hey, wait a second. Wait a second here. You're being a conspiracy theorist. Well, isn't it just coincidental all this stuff's happening? We're dangerous times, dangerous times. Let's go into the first news story here. Well, since you did bring up what, the airlines? Yeah, the airlines. Get this. Holy cow. Major airlines ditching gendered uniforms in attempt to be more inclusive. More inclusive, meaning the males can wear the dresses. No. Yes, it is. I read the story. They can choose, if they're a male, to wear a woman's garment. Now, let me ask you this. Well, yeah, you are right. Thank you. I read the stuff. Let me ask you this. If you're boarding a plane and you see a male in a dress that's a pilot, are you going to feel safe flying on that? I don't base people on how they dress. I base it on their, you know. How smart they are. If they don't know if they're a man or a woman, how the hell are they going to fly a plane at 35,000 feet? That is like the worst comparison No, it is not the worst comparison. Yes, it is. If they're confused and can't even answer who the hell they are. A pilot's skills has nothing to do with how he's dressed. Yes, it is. It's their mental capability. Now you're going too far. No, I'm not going too far. If they have anything wrong mentally... Why would I trust them at 35,000 feet? So everybody's got to have something wrong mentally in order to dress the way they want to dress. 
If you can't determine if you're a male or female, you're damn well, right. My, what if he goes by a male and he's just more comfortable wearing a skirt? And I'm more comfortable going back and asking for a freaking refund. Well, and that's your option. You cannot tell me you would feel safe. Uh, if the guy's got skill, uh, knows how, knows what he's doing behind, you know, in the well, cockpit. Well, wait a second. You said he. Yeah. But he's dressing like a she. So if he can't understand who he is, I don't want him flying the damn plane. It has nothing to do with the pilot's skills. It has everything to do with their no, skills. No, it doesn't. It does too. It absolutely does not. If you're mental, I don't want you flying. It has nothing to do with him being mental. It has everything to do with they don't know who they are and how the hell are you going to fly me on a 777? We have to start pushing back on this. I'm sorry, but go ahead. So the major airlines, which include JetBlue, Alaska Airlines, Virgin Atlantic, Canada's WestJet, Iceland's Play Airlines, and British Airways and Delta, have made changes to their dress code policies in and recent guess what? Years. I won't fly any of them. Major airlines have begun altering their uh, uniform policies for pilots and flight attendants. They may now allow, they are now allowing uh, employees to choose between women's or men's uniforms, regardless of their biological gender. Stop there. Look at the comments in the comments section. In ours? I agree with Hollywood, Beezer, Psychological Issues, Richard, Dwayne. Mental problems. Okay, but then please explain to me why it's okay for a woman to dress like a man and you don't judge that. I judge that all the time. No, you don't. Yes, I do. So if the pilot comes out and it's a female dressed in the typical man's pilot uniform. That ain't a man's typical pilot uniform. The pants and the shirt. And they do that in public, but they do it with class. Okay, so if a woman is wearing a, a, the, the official outfit for a male pilot, if a woman's wearing it, that's okay? That is damn right okay. So, what's the difference? I ain't, I'm not going to go with the dude that's wearing a dress. Because he don't know who he is. You're double standard. I'm a hypocrite then. Yep. There ain't no damn way. Dude comes out with lipstick and all that stuff with eyebrows. They're not talking whether or not they're wearing makeup. They're talking about the clothing. Yeah, clothing. If you're wearing a dress and you're a dude, no thank you. But it's okay for a woman to dress like a man. How are they dressing like a man? You, Everybody does. All you women do it. Exactly. You wear pants. You don't wear a dress. Nope. But you think it's all right for a man to wear a dress while he's piloting a plane at 38,000 feet? If he's in the cockpit, then, and he knows what he's doing, what's wrong with it? Oh, my God. Mental issues. That's what's wrong with it. I don't see. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't see it. I don't see it being mental issues. And look what Jason says. Maybe passengers ought to be allowed to choose from a list of pilots before boarding a plane. Yeah, but the, is that list going to include photos? That should. That should. But go ahead. 
Uh, no, I'm not going to wear a dress when I fly uh, Nitro. You won't see it. And you know what I'm going to put to this? Well, it's United, so they don't have this policy. No. But I won't, I won't drive, uh, you know, ride with these other airlines. No, thank you. For one, they're putting passenger safety over employees' uh, choices. You're not supposed to do that. It's not like you're driving in a damn car. No, you're at 33,000 damn feet. I'd rather have an actor like Denzel Washington do it. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't, I don't see the issue. Of course you don't. Because you don't open your mind to the other side. I have my mind fully open. I don't see what, what somebody's, I don't see it. You wouldn't find that weird? If, I don't go on planes anyway, so it doesn't matter. Okay, say you're bringing a little kid on. <laughs> you wouldn't find that weird? I don't have a little kid. Hey, here's your pilot. Is that a... Man or a woman, mom. All confused. All confused. Go ahead. Go ahead. Alaska Airlines. <laughs> That's why they call it the cockpit. <laughs> In 2022, Alaska Airlines, in case anybody uses them, started using pronoun badges that allowed flight crew to choose their uniforms regardless of their gender. You believe in that? What? Let them use pronouns on a, a, a name tag? That's bringing politics into your travel. How's that bringing politics into your travel? What do you mean, how's that bringing... Would you wear one? What, a pronoun badge? Yeah. Mine would say she and her. <laughs> she and her. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I thought I was hooked on phon phonics English bad. Well... Sam Smith that sings that fabulous song and wears corsets and pasties, he goes by they and them. Better him than me. They're confused. See, this issue is always going to cause a fight with us. Yes, it is. So we should just stop now or else I will start throwing things. <laughs> I want to kick you in the cooter pocket. Why? People have the right to be who they want to no, be. No, they don't. Not when it becomes public safety. No, they don't. How is it public safety? Because your pilot's wearing a dress? And you lose trust in that. How? Because they're confused. It doesn't matter what they're wearing. Their skill yeah, set's going to be the same either way. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. See, I would. You have to check the landing gear to know what sex they are. Got that right. I would have to say 90% of our audience agrees. It would make them feel uncomfortable. Next news story. Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> awkward. What do you mean awkward? You're awkward. It's a debate. I know. Yeah. Okay, here we go. A 14-year-old North Carolina boy died at a rodeo. After being thrown off a bull and then stomped on his chest. You know what? He's a bull rider. Them bull riders got the biggest nuts next to iron workers. I am not getting on no damn bull. They crazy down in Texas and Arizona and all them cowboys. You got to give it to them. They got balls. Yeah, he was. He, he's been riding for a while. 
accidents happen. I I remember going to see a rodeo and a guy uh, a guy got you know bucked off the bull. Mm-hmm. And you know they have the the clowns, the rodeo clowns that come up to like try and. You would be a good one. Shut up. You'd be a good rodeo <laughs> clown. You would. You're a clown now. They have the rodeo clowns that usually are supposed to distract the bull so the rider can get out of the way. Uh huh. Well, there was a few there was a few times when I seen people get thrown off bulls and they got stomped, kicked in the head. They got stomped on the it, shoulder. It's a serious game that they play, man. Because sometimes it happens so fast that the rodeo clowns can't distract the bull. Rasco, I didn't see that video where a dad jumped on his son to stop the bull from coming back at him. I, that's what I mean. Those are men, men. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, there was another incident that a bull rider, if I, this might be the one that he's talking about, um, the son got thrown from the bull and the dad jumped on top and laid his body on top of his son so he wouldn't get trampled. That's what a father does. Yeah. That's what a father does. Mm-hmm. And it's sad to hear that the kid died, but he died doing what he loved. He did. And, I mean, his family is extremely upset about it. Um, but there's nothing anybody could do. This is a bull. Yeah. If I was the dad, I'd shoot that sucker and eat him. Well, they were called... Because uh... don't they train these bulls harshly to make sure they buck? Well, I mean... I don't know. I, I've never personally seen what that rope with the bell that what they wear around. I think it's tied to their hmm. Uh-huh. Somebody mentioned once it's tied to their the male bull's genitals. Oh yeah, they do. They uh that that pisses them off. And then you know the easiest way to calm the bull down is you pull that rope and take that rope with the bell off the bull, and they actually calm down. Well, yeah, if somebody put fucking a rope on my nuts, I'd be pissed off, too. <laughs> I mean, I'm not 100% sure that's what they do, but that's what it looks like they're doing. They they win because a lot the, of money, though, don't they? Yeah, they do. And some big belt buckles. And some big belt buckles. Yeah. <laughs> would you ever ride a bull? Only a fake one. That mechanical one would be cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's on my bucket list. I forgot where I went. It was in uh, Dallas-Fort Worth. It was a huge bar they had one of them. It was pretty cool. But my ass didn't get on one. Hey, I ain't stupid. Mm -hmm. Only bull I'm getting on is my freaking Harley. (laughs) It's the only bull you're getting on. That's the only one. I mean, it's sad with what happened, but like you said, he was doing what he really enjoyed doing. I can't see where, you know, the family could be mad, but... They're not mad. They're upset as far as, you know, because of what happened. You know, All I but... know, it's in Fort Worth, Grumpy, because I was staying in uh, Arlington. It was a honeymoon type of deal with the first uh, bat, but uh, it was in Fort Worth we went, and it was huge, this bar, and it had the bull in there. Pretty cool stuff, it is. That's why if I had my choice to move anywhere, it would be Arlington. I really like it down there. It might have been Mickey Gillies. I don't know. Go ahead. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's sad. It is sad. We got one more news story before we go into 
things you should know to reach your dreams. <sighs> a judge found a Chicago police lieutenant not guilty of charges after shoving a flashlight between a teenage boy's butt cheeks while making an arrest two years ago. <laughs> I gotta actually freaking uh, laugh on now. I think it's Billy Bob's because yeah, I did go see the stockyards. It might have been that one. I just can't remember. It was funny yesterday. I seen uh, a viral video with uh, in Philadelphia, and I guess they, uh, you know, was going up against some cops in a line. And this one broad smacked a cop, and he just laid her ass out. It was funny as hell. I love it. It was funny. Are you, are you good? Yeah, I'm good. You I, know I give commentary. I know, but when am I ever going to be able to get through a whole news story <laughs> without you changing the actual topic of the news story? Huh? 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 So at the bench trial, where obviously that means there's no jury, Cook County Criminal Court judge found it's Cook County <laughs> Lieutenant Roman not guilty of aggravated battery and official misconduct. So what happened is, is the officer gave a 17-year-old a verbal command to surrender. And uh, he decided that he was going to surrender by putting his hands in the air and getting on the ground. Okay. The officer, he bitched because the cuffs were too tight. So the officer did adjust the handcuffs and the teen. <laughs> Usually in Chicago, that ain't happening. And the teen, you know, finally began, you know, stopped yelling. And then he. uh. He just said, well, I've been running. <laughs> and the officer was adjusting him and told him to shut up. Then Can you go faster on this? This is like boring me. Can you like read faster? Lieutenant Roman approached the teen from behind and shoved his flashlight between the teen's butt cheeks and told the teen again to shut up. How do you know if the teen didn't like it? And, you know? and also tells him that's what you get for carjacking. Well, cool. So he shoves a flashlight did... in his butt. That's cool. He carjacks somebody. Okay, but you don't stick a flashlight. Why not? Again, he might have been them or he. Might have liked it. What can I say? He probably did him a favor. And the only reason why he was going to he's going to 26 and Kale. He should get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> they claim the one reason why that uh, the charges didn't stick according to the case, was because of the fact that the kid had his pants on. <laughs> so what, it's different if his pants were down? You know, they do wear their pants half off their ass, right? And yeah. that's what they're asking for. You know that. In jail, yeah. So they do it on the streets. Yeah, well, I don't know. This just, I just you know what? There's this one there. video, <laughs> okay? You want to know how sick... The people are on my channel. Hmm. I got to show you this one. You're going to freak. I can't show it to anybody else. I'm sorry, but I can't. Okay. Now, you know, clubs, they get to be, you know, kind of uh, frisky. 
and they get to the point where they don't like each other. So they use evidence to send me, okay? They send it to me in hopes that I'd publish it. Well, I guess that the wife was doing the videoing. Uh-huh. I don't know if I want to know this. And the club member was sucking on somebody else's schlong. Oh, come on. And he was an essay. <clears throat> a sergeant at arms. And he was loving it. I'm sitting here. You just gross me out. I was like, hell no. And the woman's videoing this. I think he pissed her off and released it. But oh, Hollywood ain't publishing that shit. <laughs> that wouldn't stay up an hour. No, he'd get killed. No, no. Sergeant YouTube at Arms of a ma- ta- YouTube would take it down in less than an hour. A sergeant at arms giving a blow job in a major one percent club. I was like, hell no. I've seen it all. I have. I've seen it all. As soon as we're off air. I don't know if I want to see that. Yeah. Oh, you're going to make me see it. I'll let you see it. I don't want to. I couldn't believe it. I was dying. Surprised you watched it all the way through. I didn't. (laughs) Then I write the guy back. What the hell you want me to do with this? And, and and his response was, well, come on, Hollywood. You're a reporter. I ain't that kind of reporter. I ain't National Enquirer, asshole. Maybe they should have sent it to Pornhub instead. You know what? I wouldn't doubt if they're going to do it. I wouldn't doubt it. But that's how vindictive some of these people get. I get the weirdest people on my channel. I was telling that to Black Dragon the other day. I was like, man, why is it me that always gets the assholes? Oh, what? He didn't get a copy? No, he didn't. (laughs) Is he sad he got left out? (laughs) I did. I told him, Mike, I I was like, damn, man. No one time. I'll tell you off air. (laughs) Somebody we don't get along with. (laughs) Just bobbing on that knob. Out of Philadelphia. That's all I'll say. (laughs) (laughs) No, he was an essay one time. (laughs) Wow. Anyway, go ahead. Wow. Does he get his knee patch wings for that? Philadelphia, you you weirdos out there, man. Home of brotherly love. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) What, isn't it? Isn't that what they say about Philadelphia? Yeah. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Brotherly love is exactly what he was doing. (laughs) oh snap i get all the fucking assholes on my (laughs) channel oh lord (laughs) and i know i'm not the only one he sent it to that shit's making the rounds right now (laughs) 
I highly doubt any of y'all creators are going to use it. No, because we're not getting involved in some stuff like that. All I know is some women are some dastardly deeds, man. They're, you guys are vicious. Vindictive, huh? He's <laughs> man, he, he pissed in her Wheaties. Yeah, he, he, he I guess he bought and paid for that diamond. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. Go ahead. Is that part of the is that part of the new uh, probate thing? I mean, <laughs> no, nah, man. If I had an essay, like uh, I'd kill that. Son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't care if you want to pull a tig from Sons of Anarchy in your private quarters. <laughs> Just don't get it released. It's something I can't exit sketch, man. I can't get rid of it. <laughs> and you want me to watch <laughs> the video oh, oh my, my goodness that's priceless <laughs> you need to send the person the thing back going brotherly love no i sent him back what the hell you want me to do with this why the hell did you make me gross out i was like you're not supposed to do that to me Figured it would work on maybe our show which you just talked about yeah it, so i yeah. talked about it but i'm not showing it the hell's wrong with these people? I don't know, but that's kind of funny. It did make me giggle. It did. Because I don't <laughs> like them people anyway. <laughs> go ahead. Wow. So, let's go to our main topic. What? Things that should know you should know to you know reach your dreams. This guy was reaching his dreams. I guess. That's terrible. It is. Yeah, they said Hollywood, you have to suffer today. It made me suffer. <laughs> because what they'll usually do is send me, hey, we got a news story for you. I said, okay, cool. And there's videos that are sent. So sent this, and you know how it's blacked out in the beginning? Yeah. And you don't know what the hell's going on. And it comes up within two or three seconds, the, the video. And that's what happened. I seen two seconds of it. I was like, oh, fuck no. <laughs> and stopped the video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Unbelievable. Sad. You're not going to be able to extra catch it. Not going to. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> And you sure to hell don't give it to Hollywood. He's going to blackmail your ass. <laughs> Save that for later. <laughs> so do you want to live a happier life? Yeah, I do, but not that way. <laughs> do you, do you want to find the energy to achieve your dreams? I don't know. It depends what you're saying here. Okay, well... <laughs> Now you got me thinking of properly love, you asshole. <laughs> it's just like that shark video or the shark song. What the hell's wrong with you? Well, people do seek a better life. They yearn for new careers, improved home lives, better relationships, or more creative activities. Yeah, it's a club you got to pay for one time. I can tell you that. So one of the first things that you can do is confront. You have to confront frustration. 
Okay, let's talk about frustration. Let's talk about it. Well, at the root of frustration, it's discomfort. I think you feel that a lot. Why? I truly do. Why? You feel discomfort in talking to people. Sometimes. And I never understood that. Always depends on the situation. Okay, give me a situation where you're not comfortable talking to somebody. Because I believe talking to somebody or people is an avenue to achieve your dreams. Just like you're trying to start a business. You got to talk to suppliers, get your pricing right. You got to talk to government officials so you know what to bribe them, how much. So you have to do all these things. But I've noticed when you're in situations, you do get, you're not comfortable in situations. Mm -mm. You basically, Hollywood, can you talk to him? (laughs) What? (laughs) Why do I got to talk to him? Use your phone. I don't want to. Is it because you don't like it or you get uncomfortable talking to people? I get frustrated. What do you mean frustrated? Uh, like if I'm trying to explain something and they don't understand what you I'm saying. got that right, Rattlesnake. They don't understand what I'm trying to get at. So you're not able to communicate what you want? No, even when I do. When I when I do communicate what I want, people look at me like a deer in headlights and like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, what part of that didn't you understand? When you got to explain yourself like a hundred times. And does that become the uncomfortable situation? And then it puts me uncomfortable to where I don't even want to talk. How about when you talk to bosses? Yeah. Do you ever get uncomfortable when you talk to a boss? Uh, Not my immediate boss, but the one above her sometimes. Why? Uh, Is it because you don't have a lot of contact with her? Yes. And you don't know how she'll act? Yes. Even though you know her? Yeah. I know her because she used to actually manage the store that I'm in, but this was before before my time of working there. So you get uncomfortable talking about to her. What about a raise? Are you uncomfortable with asking for a raise? No. Mm-mm. Not when it comes to money, no. But other things, yes. Yeah. Because you got a very good job. Yes. Real good career. And you can go further in it. So how are you going to reach your dreams of the next step to get where you want to be if you have trouble communicating? Well, basically, I have to confront my frustration. (laughs) I have to learn to breathe. Basically, Do you think the anxiety kicks in? Yes. For me, 100%. How's anxiety, by the way? It sucks. It sucks, don't it? It's terrible. Especially with panic attacks, don't it? Yeah, because if I get too too much anxiety, then it goes into a full-blown panic attack, and majority of the time, I can't stop the panic attacks. Ooh, poor baby. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> See, I had really bad panic attacks. What was it, in 2007? Yeah. And all she used to do was yell at me. 
It was actually, it, yeah, no, it was before then. It's all in your head. It was like 2004, 2005, because yeah. Corey was still in a baby car seat. It's all in your head. Mm-hmm. Get over it. Mm-hmm. That's the worst thing you to tell anybody with panic attacks, by the way. It is, and trust me. When I had my first one, I apologized. <laughs> and now I think I get a kick out of it when you go into a panic attack. You do. Because you were so mean and vile to me when I had mine. Were you not? Yep, I was. You were. You're mean and vile. I was. So now payback. So I love it. So you got to get over your frustrations. Yeah, definitely. What's another one? Uh, setting a determination, which means um, you have to identify the source of your frustration and consider your options. Like, how can you confront the situation? What steps to take to address it? And who are the players involved? Do you think your being grown, you know, grown up as a kid has something to do with this? Yeah, I never had to deal with anything growing up. That's what I mean. Do you think that put you in a situation where you couldn't deal with it? Yeah, you I couldn't do. deal with people. Yeah, I do. Where I'm the opposite. No filter. I, I agree. I, I, I think it is because it's like if I ever had a situation arise when I was growing up, like with school or whatever, and my dad would deal with it. They would deal with it. My dad would. I never had to deal with anything. See, where I'd be like, don't worry, I got it. Well, where I grew up, we fended for ourselves. Yeah, I didn't have to. Mother was always working. Dad was always drunk. I was sheltered till I was like 19. So we had to do what we had to do to get by. And I think childhood experiences really do lead Mm -hmm. to the actions of what we do as adults. Because you rely on me all the time. Mm-hmm. Where you used to rely on your dad all the time. Yep. And I don't think it's gender uh, specific. Males do it too. They'll rely on a female to go do their talking. Because they were never used to doing it themselves. Mm-hmm. Well, they get they give a good explanation, uh, a good example here. Like, if your determination is you want a new job, some questions you might explore are, okay, do I quit this one? Do I set up a meeting with my boss? Do I start interviewing for new positions elsewhere, like behind everyone's back? Which, I've done that. (laughs) I just didn't take the job. (laughs) Because you were too worried about confronting them about the situation at work. Mm -hmm. I remember this. Yeah. Instead of going up to him, say, hey, these are my problems. Well, that was the difference between that boss and the boss I have now. Yeah. I could not communicate with the other boss for nothing. So you felt frustrated where you wanted to go somewhere else. Yeah. So I did. Instead of going and saying, hey, this is what's up. Yeah. I took my day off and went to another gas station and did all the. But did you feel like did you feel like a failure? I did. And that's why I didn't take the job. Why did you feel like a failure? Because, because you because couldn't I Because I shouldn't walk away from a job that I know I'm doing good at to start over somewhere else over a person in management. Very well said. Very well said. And then when I was able, courageous enough to confront that boss, 
It's because I had you. I was nagging you. It was about to end up not nice. She got like all uh, like super close in my face and was like pointing her finger at me and like. like I think the and, reason why and you... like poking me with her finger. I'd have knocked her ass out. And I was clenching my fists. <laughs> And she looked down and she saw that I was clenching my fists and I looked at her. I go, you better back up. I said, because I'm at the point right now, I don't care where this ends up. <laughs> and she backed up. But I think you got to that point because I <clears throat> nagged the shit out of you. And finally, I said, if you do not confront this, I'm going to. Mm -hmm. And I did. I did. I not say yeah, that you did. And what I and what I ended up doing with that situation is I actually went to the DM the district manager, which happened to be the owner's daughter. So did me pushing you saying, I'll go deal with it. Yeah. Wh what happened? <laughs> did it scare you or it because I know you're on your ass? Because I know if you tell me you're going to go deal with it, I'm definitely not having that job in the morning. <laughs> I would not. I think I got job. that from my mother. You did. You're she quit a job for me. I was like, what the hell happened here? <laughs> you totally did. <laughs> She did. When I was in high school, yeah, I remember. I was out in the back. I think it was uh, that chicken store. It was. Had the baddest ass wings, too. But I was prepping all the stuff in back. And it was time, you know, she had, I think it was freshman or sophomore. I don't know. But the manager pissed her off. You don't piss off an Italian mother. So she went all batshit crazy and quit my job for me. Yep. I was like, what the hell happened here? Do you piss her off? Who? My mother. Hell no. I piss her off all the time, but. You're different. Yeah. I've been around a long time. <laughs> You're talking about a woman with my older brother who went into the dean's office and cleared his desk. Yeah. Because the uh, teacher stuck his nails and her nails in uh, your brother's shoulder. And it was over. She cleared the desk. That's, you, I think, where I picked that up from with her. Because I did that to the principal at the high school here. <laughs> Italian mothers, don't fuck with them. <laughs> it's bad. Give me one more. I have made your mom mad. <laughs> And then I just walked out. I left the house. I'm like, because I'm not dealing with the repercussions. Give her time to calm down. <laughs> it's uh, the next one is called the test period. Confronting frustration is always scary and anxiety can spike. You can feel unsure, experience doubt or question your judgment. I think that's what you do a lot. Mm -hmm. You go back and forth in your head. And that's the problem you get in your head. Yeah, way too much. And I think a lot of people do that, though. Well, they do. And when you get into your own head, your own thoughts, it's like uh, that old cartoon where you got an angel on one, a devil on the other. And they got you going back and forth, back mm -hmm. and forth, questioning yourself. Well, yeah, the biggest thing is, is like where they call it the test period, because like, for example... Like an object moving forward through space meets resistance at the same. And it's the same as when you take chances and push yourself out of your comfort zone, which brings us. I mean, it's like you're you're, you're pushing out of your you, you want to, you know, get outside the box. Mm -hmm. 
and there's always obstacles that appear. Is this the main reason? What? Why you don't want to move down south? What? Is you can't get under out of your comfort zone. Yes. Because I have two places picked out that I would want to well, retire Because our daughter, I mean, is going to be 10 times farther away from her. And it I don't matter. And I barely see her now. If it's six hours or 20 hours, it don't matter. And I barely see her now. So it's called the plane trip. I don't like planes. So anyway, I got Arlington, Texas is my number one. And I got Melbourne as my number two. So because you can't get out of your comfort zone. We got to stick in a communist state, pay all the taxes that we're paying because you're afraid. Yep. Starting over. Even though it can give you a better life. Yep. And I can ride all year round. Yep. And not have to deal with what is it? Our damn door is frozen right now. Our sliding glass door is frozen shut because it's negative 10 here. <laughs> But no, see, I looked up the weather for Florida next week. It's going to be in the 70s and 80s, you stupid. Well, you'll be there. Unbelievable. While I'm fighting with a frozen sliding glass door, so I can't let the dogs go potty. Well, you better fix that real quick, shouldn't you? Because I sure the hell am. I was pulling on that door so hard I almost broke the handle off. Well, that's because you got to pour hot water. I did. Didn't help. It just... Made a mess on the floor. You're an idiot. Well, you you truly are. You're yeah, an idiot. I'm blonde, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All so, I need is duct tape. <laughs> so the next one, because we've got time for another one. Yeah. Um, when you're when you're in your testing period and you're trying to figure out ways to get around the obstacles, it leads you to what's called the tipping point. Every, Everything hangs in the balance. The outcome is unknown. Unplug my headphones. Your determination comes under fire. Do you back down or do you press forward despite the resistance? You have to press forward. You got to learn how to press forward. Exactly. Because if you quit and abandon your determination lose your patience, or do something destructive, you return all the way back to step one of frustration, which means you technically failed on what you were trying to achieve, which I get it. You learn from failure and you can try again. But some people don't want to have to start all over because when you, there it is. When you start all over and you go back to the frustration and you back to the drawing board, then you have self-doubt and you decide, well, okay, I couldn't do it the first time. I might as well just stay where I'm at. Yeah, use a blow dryer on it, they said. So you better bring that down. I'll bring it downstairs. Uh, one time I told my old lady, you got two weeks. I'm moving to Florida. She moved after I moved. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I really enjoyed Arlington. Uh, but Florida, I like too. You know, only thing with Florida I worry about is it's getting so overgrown, my brothers have been saying. 
as far as a lot of people moving down there. If I had to choose between Florida and Texas, I'd pick Texas. Well, there you go. Want to know why? Why? Because your mother doesn't live there. <laughs> why are you so scared of my mother? <laughs> I don't wanna... Dude, I don't want to live by her. No. No. <laughs> we're, we're grown adults. We don't need to live by your mom. And for me, it has nothing to do with staying in Illinois for my family. Trust me, it has to all do with my daughter's like six hours away. And then she's going to be like a million hours. And away. you know what? She's in a career that she can move anywhere. Yeah, no, technically not. All she has to do is take a license exam. Anyway, we're going to go to the members only. We're going to be talking about the uh, 10 most influential bikers, man. It's going to be a fun one. If you're not a member of uh, the members only club, I just put the link in there. We'll be back over there uh, at 920 a.m. So you got a chance to get your popcorn, take your shite, as I always say. Because Hollywood always has to pee. Yeah, I always got to pee. I got to take a break, man. I go for a long time. I I got to. I just got to do that. But I, uh, you know, recommend you go join the members only club. It helps the show out. Plus, you get exclusive content uh, Monday through Friday, 920 p.m. Central Standard Time. We'll see you tomorrow. We're going to be talking about tomorrow. When is the right time for somebody to step in when a kid is going through something like a parent being a drug addict or an alcoholic where they're not being taken care of? Should be a real good show. We'll check you out later. I'll see you members only at 9. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jacked. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode.